Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. In the state of North Carolina, and I just want to give you a heads up, those of you within the sound of my voice, please, I urge you to get out and vote. Now is the time to make your voice heard. Absolutely vital that you do that. This is an opportunity for you to choose the best candidate. By the way, those of you south of the border, your primary is June 14th, just a few weeks from now. So now's the time to begin I hope you've already started vetting candidates that you will be selecting on that particular day. A lot of times we complain about the choices that we have. This is where the proving ground is manifest in terms of identifying, ideally, on the Republican side, the most conservative candidate possible, the conservative potentially winning candidate. And so, if you're concerned about the integrity of candidates, you're concerned about the fidelity of candidates, their devotion to certain values and ideas and principles, now's the time to make those very important choices. So, I would urge you, if you have not already, in North Carolina, get out and vote got all kinds of races going on here locally in the city of Charlotte. We've got mayor, city council races. You heard uh, conversations we've had with a couple of the candidates for city council. Um, This is a race we'll want to watch because we'll want to see who emerges to take on Democrat candidates in November. Also, In addition to the city races, we've got Board of Commission races taking place. We also have State Senate and House votes that are necessary as well. I hope you're familiar with who represents you in the North Carolina House, the North Carolina Senate. Do you want that person to continue? Do you want a replacement? Now is the time to make that choice today. The primary is today. If you're concerned about 
people who are not true to constitutional values and they're running as Republicans and they've been in office as Republicans. Well, today is the day to make your voice heard. And we have that all important Senate race, U.S. Senate race. This is a seat that's going to be open with the departure of Richard Burr. So we have a contest that's gotten a whole lot of publicity between Ted Budd, Pat McCrory, and Mark Walker. That is one that a lot of people will be watching to see who emerges as the nominee on the Republican side. So again, make sure you do your homework, then go out and vote. Very important that you do so today. We've had a lot of conversations about this in recent days because of scandals involving this particular member of Congress. I'm referring to Madison Cawthorn. He is up against seven challengers today. Seven challengers. That's a big race. As you know, there have been a number of controversial things that have happened with Madison Cawthorn just in the past few weeks. We have the reference to President Zelensky of Ukraine as a thug. We also had security incidents like at the airport, other things that have emerged, information about Madison Cawthorn, and also the fact that he decided to run in a different district and then ultimately decided to come back in the district that he currently is representing. Now, this primary is open to Republican and unaffiliated voters. The leading candidate has to get above 30% of the votes to avert a July runoff. The ultimate winner will take on Democratic and Libertarian nominees in the fall. So, this will be one of the closely watched races this evening to see if Madison Cawthorn can prevail for what it's worth. In an election eve post on his social media site, Truth Social, Donald Trump asked primary voters to back him again. Here's the direct quote from former President Trump. Recently, he made some foolish mistakes, which I don't believe he'll make again. Let's give Madison a second chance. That again, the appeal of Donald Trump, who is still standing by Madison Cawthorn. Will he prevail in the primary, or will one of these other candidates come along and push him out? That remains to be seen. The outcome of this, we are very eager to learn this evening. So again, my appeal, you're in North Carolina, go out and vote. Vote for the strongest, most conservative, solid candidate you possibly can. Still to come on the broadcast, we have a lot of ground to cover, including some unfinished business from yesterday. There were a couple of texts that I want to reply to and respond to, and this goes into an overall discussion we've been having for quite some time about race and how we engage this issue in a very different way than what the mainstream media is trying to promote. Interestingly enough, an interesting twist on racism and hatred. This does not involve blacks and whites. We'll go into 
details about this particular story. Controversy over the plan to give $40 billion in aid to Ukraine. It looks like this is actually going to happen after a once successful effort by Rand Paul to avert this. He was able to stall it. You're going to hear what Rand Paul has to say about this bill and why we should not be spending $40 billion to help Ukraine. And on a related subject, inflation. How much is it costing you per month? We've got that number for you and much more as we continue our broadcast today. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Back on the broadcast, Vince is the opposition to Madison Cawthorn in the North Carolina 11th District, primarily generated from the political establishment, Chamber of Commerce. Not necessarily. Vince, Steve out of Monroe, you and your listeners wonder why Democrats never discuss criminal and nutcase control. The Dems always default to gun control. Attempts to control inanimate objects seem futile. (laughs) Make your voice heard. That's insurrection talk, Vince. Oh, my goodness. I did not realize that. Considering the Eternals in Washington, I think an attack on Madison Cawthorn is a little bit unjustified. Okay. Oh, my goodness. This is a winner. Vince, do you ever ask yourself why is the groups like the Red Knights, the Proud Boys, KKK, all these white supremacist organizations support the Republican Party? They don't support the Democrat Party. I'm not saying that all Republicans are racist, but all racists are Republicans. <laughs> you know what's sad? 
people actually believe this nonsense. So I hope that good sense prevails and uh, you recognize, if I dare say it, the idiocy of what you've just sent in as a text. You know, it's especially rich considering that the Democrat Party and the Klan are pretty much hand in hand. They have been that way for quite some time. Now, I know the people now in the Democrat Party would certainly renounce the KKK. But when it really mattered, when we were subjects of Jim Crow laws, where was the Democrat Party? When there were efforts to try to keep black people from voting, and black people were voting primarily for Republicans, where was the Democrat Party? They were the same political thugs, <laughs> and, and they really haven't changed. The only thing that's changed before, they didn't want us to vote Republican. Now, they assume you're going to vote Democrat. And if you dare to step outside of the Democrat plantation, then you're characterized in all kinds of ways that are derogatory. I mean, we even had Joe Biden say, you ain't black. If you're even thinking about voting Republican, just putting that out there. By the way, the reminder, I started off telling you about voting in North Carolina. The polls close at 7.30 p.m. So you have plenty of time, no excuses. Get your rear end out to vote. The Observer reporting about 80,000 Mecklenburg residents expected to vote in the primaries. We actually have over 42,000 that have voted early this year. This is more than in any other non-presidential primary on record. A lot of energy out there. It'll be interesting to see the numbers and how they're voting. These stats are also intriguing. Mecklenburg County has more than 787,600 registered voters. Nearly half are Democrats. 285,000 are unaffiliated. So, I thought you would find that rather interesting. If you'd like to join the conversation, the Ingalls Markets Talk Line, 800-928-1110, 800-928-1110, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, it's 71307. When you talk about the subject of hate, typically... What we see in conversations today are discussions about black and white. We've got a different twist now in what happened out in California. The gunman motivated by political hatred against Taiwan is the person who chained shut the doors of a California church and hid firebombs inside before shooting at a gathering of mostly elderly Taiwanese parishioners. He killed a man who tackled him and possibly saved dozens of lives. This guy's name is David Chu. He's from Las Vegas. And his age is also intriguing. You, you ever notice how most of these people who carry out these crimes, they're younger people? This guy's 68. U.S. citizen. He grew up in Taiwan. Drove to Orange County Saturday. The next day, attended a lunch held by Irvine Taiwanese Presbyterian Church. 
They worship at Geneva Presbyterian Church in the community of Laguna Woods. He didn't know anybody there, but he spent an hour mingling with about 40 attendees and then carried out his plot. Chu chained the doors, put super glue in the keyholes. He had two 9mm handguns, legally purchased years ago in Las Vegas. Three bags containing, among other things, four Molotov cocktail-type incendiary devices and extra ammunition. He opened fire. And in the ensuing chaos, Dr. John Cheng tackled him, allowing other people in the church to subdue him and tie him up with extension cords. I'm reminded of that scripture, greater love hath no man, that he lay down his life for his friends. Dr. John Cheng did just that. He wasn't able to do the takedown himself, but he provided the cover in his tackling of this gunman for them to do what they did. Sheriff Don Barnes called Cheng's heroism a meeting of good versus evil that probably saved the lives of upwards of dozens of people. Chu worked for years as a security guard, now booked on suspicion of murder, attempted murder, jailed on a million dollars bail. He's expected in court today. And not surprisingly, a federal hate crimes investigation is ongoing. No immediate word on why Chu chose to target this church in Laguna Woods, a scenic and affluent coastal area where the population mainly consists of retirees. But authorities are saying the motive for this shooting, Chu's hatred toward Taiwan, documented in handwritten notes that authorities found. Chu's family apparently was among many forcibly removed from mainland China to Taiwan sometime after 1948. Relations between mainlanders forced to flee a communist takeover and native Taiwanese frequently tense as the new arrivals crowded into slums and military communities. Separated by language, lifestyle, bullying and confrontation were frequent as President Chiang Kai-shek tightly restricted civil liberties under nearly four decades of martial law but again it's pretty interesting here this act of racial hatred has nothing to do with blacks or whites on that issue we will delve into a conversation that got started yesterday we'll pick that up next right here stay with us Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
Over on the text line, I, I wanted to go into something that came up yesterday. And it was a couple of, uh, of texts that were sent in by the same person. I think I may have shared one of them on the air. When I was giving you stats that basically showed that in all reality, white people have more to be concerned about in experience deadly violence from blacks than vice versa. This is not the kind of thing the media is going to report. This text responded saying, while well, you proved my point from earlier text that you avoided. What happened in Buffalo is a byproduct of today's conservative media and the black conservatives as well. Too many black conservatives are so busy trying to prove racism and racist attacks are made up events in black people's minds. I'll bet the talking points for black conservatives will be how many people are killed in black neighborhoods every day and how this isn't that bad in comparison. And again, I can't speak to what anybody else is doing. That's not what we're talking about here at all. And then he also sent this. Why do black conservatives love trying to prove to white conservatives they're so down with the struggle? They even will see a race-based killing. It's just a normal crime. Or this isn't about racism. How many of the people killed in Buffalo were only looking at people for what they do and could have been black conservatives and still died? See, it doesn't matter at the end of the day. And one of the points that I've raised all along in terms of motivation, at the end of the day, a killing is a killing is a killing. Now, we can get down into the minutiae of what the motivation was. But I'll tell you what, if I've got a relative, if I live in Buffalo and I've lost someone, they're dead. And I'm mourning. And in many ways, what difference does the motive make? I'm just saying. Does that, what, what difference does it make in the grief? Which is why I think we need to all focus on the humanity of all of these circumstances. And in the process, we avoid the most important thing, which is comforting those who have suffered during a terrible situation like this. That's really the primary thing. But we're going to have people like Joe Biden who have no respect for whatsoever, who's going to go out and exploit what happened in Buffalo for political purposes. Is that what you want? person who texted me a couple of times yesterday? This is, from my perspective, one of the one of the worst and lowest things any human being can do. That's really what they're doing. They're exploiting for political purposes a tragedy where people lost their lives, which makes these reprehensible human beings not worthy, certainly not worthy of the presidency, not by a long shot. So my challenge to you, those of you who are of this mindset, I would suggest that you should be as critical of the people on your side as I am of those people allegedly on mine. Do some serious self-examination of your own heart, your own mind, your own thinking. Because unfortunately that's very lacking. Very much lacking. 
Love to get your thoughts on how this story has developed. We're not going to do any good if we promote a philosophy of grievance. It's not going to help anybody, no matter who it is. Let's talk about Ukraine. Now, one of the things I've made very clear, and I think it's it's worth pointing out again to you, I obviously have a great concern about the fact the Russians have invaded Ukraine. I'd love to see Ukraine remain independent. I have not weighed in on, frankly, a lot of the propaganda that I have seen out there. And here's the thing. There's no, here, here's one of the things you have to understand. There's no perfect government on the face of this earth anywhere. I'm not here to defend President Zelensky. The only thing I'm concerned about is the safety and security of the people who live in that country. That's what's on my heart. The end of needless suffering and pain just for somebody's political ambitions. Referring to Vladimir Putin. There are people out there who are Putin apologists. I certainly am not going down that road. I think we have to be heartless to not have some identification with the Ukrainian people and what they're going through. But at the same time, it doesn't mean we necessarily have to open up the bank, break the bank, essentially, to provide economic aid to Ukraine. Now, this effort ultimately failed, but for a time, Rand Paul was successfully holding off this $40 billion package, allegedly aid package for Ukraine. I've seen the breakdown of this, and some of it's downright humorous. But for starters, I do want you to hear. Here's what Rand Paul had to say about why he was against this package. Listen up. My oath of office is to the U.S. Constitution, not to any foreign nation. And no matter how sympathetic the cause, my oath of office is to the national security of the United States of America. We cannot save Ukraine by dooming the U.S. economy. This bill under consideration would spend $40 billion. This is the second spending bill for Ukraine in two months. And this bill is three times larger than the first. Our military aid to Ukraine is nothing new, though. Since 2014, the United States has provided more than $6 billion in security assistance to Ukraine, in addition to the $14 billion Congress authorized just a month ago. If this bill passes, the U.S. will have authorized roughly $60 billion in total spending for Ukraine. For those who say this is not enough, for those of you in this chamber who say that our military spending is never enough, let's put $60 billion into perspective. According to Elias Youssef, a security assistant at the Stimson Center, Kiev would become the largest yearly recipient of U.S. military aid of the past two decades. Except for the top five countries, $60 billion is more than every other country in the world spends on their entire military expenditures. If this gift to Ukraine passes, our total aid to Ukraine will almost equal the entire military budget of Russia. 
And it's not as if we have that money lying around. We will have to borrow that money from China to send it to Ukraine. Pretty crazy, isn't it? We'll talk more about this as we continue our Tuesday broadcast. Stay with us. Over on the text line, Vince Rand Paul, 100% correct. 100% correct. Another texter, the nut job in Buffalo is a racist. He does not represent me as a conservative. Murderer claims the socialist left. Do they want to claim him or accept that he represents only his own sick self? Vince, I think the texter was saying, you guys put emphasis on black-on-black crime. Well, if you look at the FBI stats, the most violent cities are usually predominantly white cities. Chicago gets headlines because there's so many people in Chicago. But when you look at a per capita basis, actually white people commit more crimes in and more violent crimes in murder than black people. What happened in Buffalo should be punished to the full extent of the law. In addition, this is a huge problem no one wants to discuss. The only reason a lot of blacks believe things, the facts, statistics, or science don't show to be true is a direct result of the intent and promotion of CRT in our education system and mainstream media institutions. Just a sampling of some of the items here. This texter has a question to ask. Vince, long time no speak. Glad you are back. This infuriates me. Why are we spending $60 billion on Ukraine? Just $15 billion was too much here. Do we know if this money is reaching Ukraine? Under Biden, we went from America first to bankrupt America first. Yeah, go figure. You got to hand it to Rand Paul raising the issue here about fiscal responsibility. See, if we're going to be consistent on these issues, in this issue, let's be consistent. Unfortunately, we're very convenient when we talk about the deficit. Oh, we've got to spend on this, on that, which is one of the major reasons that we've got runaway inflation. Which leads to this story from CNBC about how Americans are continuing to feel the sting of inflation. Consumer prices up 8.3% in April from a year ago. As a result, U.S. households spending an additional $341 a month to purchase the same goods and services compared to a year ago. That's pretty ugly. 8.3% increase. There's a little less than last month, but still a noticeable burden on households. In March, the jump was (laughs) 8.5%. So it's eased, but only slightly. While the pace of price increases moderated, it was not as much as expected and certainly hoped for. Greg McBride of Bankrate saying it can be tempting to say we've seen the peak. 
but we've also been head faked before, as was the case last August. To be sure, consumers are still feeling the pain, especially when it comes to the cost of food, shelter, airfares, new automobiles. Energy prices, on the other hand, declined 2.7% from March, but they're still up 30%, 30.3% from April 2021. 30%. That's absolutely crazy, isn't it? New car prices up 1.7% from March. Used cars and trucks slightly down. Airfares up 18.6% from a month ago. A month. (laughs) That is a lot. And we have yet again empty promises from Joe Biden that he's going to get inflation under control. Well, you're certainly not going to get it under control by continuing to overspend. It does not work that way. But the unfortunate thing is we have politicians who continue to do the same thing they've been doing before and for a long time, which is spend, spend, spend. It's all they know how to do. And this is what we're paying the price for now. It's quite tragic. With, unfortunately, no end in sight. How do we get this under control? One piece of good news we can report, as you know, There is a shortage of baby food. We talked about how this is going to take some time to remedy. And uh, so many of these issues, it's all about supply and demand, right? A piece of good news we can report. Yesterday evening, Abbott, company that produces baby formula, says it's reached a deal with Food and Drug Administration, laying out a path to reopen a factory in Sturgis, Michigan, that shut down amid recalls earlier this year. So now they have this consent degree with the FDA. There's an agreement on the benchmarks required to resume production and ensure a facility meets safety guidelines. Now, if the court approves the agreement, this Michigan site could restart in two weeks. And this will certainly be a good thing to help ease the shortage of baby formula. So this is a positive development. The only thing that's going to help here is supply. That's what it comes down to. Supply, supply, supply. Still to come in the broadcast, we have the latest episode of Transformation Tuesday. A couple of quick items for you that I hope that you will appreciate. And some other news items we will delve into as well on the Tuesday edition of the Vince Coakley Radio Program. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.